I've just listened to the third episode of No More Water Cooler uh, podcast for the Leapers community. And it's really interesting. It was a conversation with Liam O'Neill, who was diagnosed um, about 10 years ago with bipolar disorder. He's the first person I've had a conversation with about bipolar. Um, I think actually the first person I've met with bipolar, knowingly anyway, that I, that I know had, that they had bipolar. Um, and, and his story is, is fascinating. The first time I worked with him, I had no idea. Um, and, and why would you? Because unless it comes up in conversation or they're struggling at the time, you just you wouldn't uh, know. And, and it's a strange question to lead with as well. So tell me about your mental health if you, if you just met an individual. Um, you know, it's not a visible condition it's not like they've got a limp or that they're in a wheelchair or they have an arm missing it's not it's not something which is prompted in conversation but as I've been listening back to it I think what's really interesting my my immediate thought about the podcast would be that it would be for our members it's for other members of the community to hear that they're not the only person who perhaps struggles with low mood or they're they're not the only person who's finding it really difficult they're not the only person who Um, has a million questions about how to work in a new way or work for yourself they're not alone they might be working for themselves but they're not working on their own there is a team there is a group there is a community there are dozens of communities that they can support themselves with by being part of something but actually listening to Liam speak I think it might increasingly be for the organizations that hire freelancers that work with us um, to understand there's a human there, the other side of that invoice, the 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 line item that goes on the resourcing sheet, the, the profile on Uno Juno, the however you find your talent, however you find those human resources, it's human with a capital H. It's a person, there's a whole host of things that are going on in their life um, that you might have no idea about but be sure that it's influencing them, influencing the way in which they work, you know, how they get to work, what they're thinking about whilst they're at work, the energy levels that they're able to put into their work. It's not just what you're putting in front of them. And, and there's a whole host of stuff on their plate. And then when you're working with them and you're adding a whole bunch of additional things, not the project, but other stresses, like, you know, kind of, not welcoming them to the business or not paying their bill on time or not giving them support or feedback or letting them know how things went or I don't know even just um not not following up afterwards to say you know thank you that was useful whatever the particular experience that individual has um you're you're adding to the experience which that individual has maybe positively you know, there was a whole load of brilliant people that I've worked with. The vast majority of people I've ever worked with have added to my professional life and personal life in some way. Um, and of course, there are negative experiences. This isn't about, though, that all clients are dreadful and all clients are creating additional stresses for freelancers. And so That's just not the case. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that when you are hiring people in, how much do you know about them? How much do you think about them? How much do you go beyond the surface that this is just a resource to get something done? So I think actually the podcast may be far more valuable for organisations who are hiring freelancers, who want to work with 
people on a short-term basis get in their skill sets to remind them there's a whole host of stuff behind the name and the email address and the invoice and the PO number that A, is worth considering how they engage with that person. B, is a whole load of stuff which you're probably not even accessing that you didn't realise are skills and capabilities and experiences and value that you can tap into. If you're just treating them as overflow, if it's just a name or a number on a sheet and they're in, they do the work and they leave. This is true for any engagement, any type of work, whether it's freelance, self-employed, full-time, part-time, portfolio, remote, whatever. Getting to know the people who you're working with. It's not just only critical to get the best out of them, but it's hugely valuable because you can unlock so much more from that individual if you know generally what makes them tick and what they have to offer. I think it's incredibly hard when it's a freelance setting because people are in and out. You don't necessarily have that time to get to know people. Onboarding process or the three, six months where you actually start to build relationships and trust with those you're working with. So I wonder what tools we can create, what mechanisms we can use, what things we can do. If you are working on a shorter term engagement with somebody, how can you get to know that other person beyond just what capabilities they list on their CV? Um, whether we can get organisations to subscribe to the podcast is another matter but I think it might be just one part of a really valuable page, a portfolio a way of seeing who an individual is beyond just their email address and the clients they've worked on and some of the work they've created food for thought 